Hello and welcome to Ag PhD Radio, broadcasting from the Morton studio today. I'm Darren Hefty. And I'm Brian Hefty. Thanks for joining us. We've got the Ag PhD Field Day coming up in a couple of days. And so today we're going to do a little field day preview with some of the speakers, some of the companies that will be there on the day of the field day. So we'll have that throughout the show. If you've got any questions for us or if there's anything you'd like to talk about that's going on in your farm, our number here is 844-44-AG-PHD. That's 844-442-4743. Or send us an email, radio at agphd.com. So in just a second, we'll get to the Ag PhD mailbag. Uh, before we do, I will just say again, we've got the Ag PhD field day coming up in a couple of days, and I would really encourage you, join us, please. Um, it's We have free admission, free parking, free food and drinks throughout the day. Um, we do this to say thanks to you for listening to Ag PhD Radio and watching us on Ag PhD TV. So... That's why every year we have this event on our farm. It's just a one-day event, but you'll learn a lot. You'll have a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> it's a massive setup that we've got. We're on 100 acres, but we've got field demos. We've got research plots to show you. There are a ton of great guest speakers coming in, including some really high-yield farmers you'll love to hear from. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun, and again, that's coming up in just two days. It's the Ag PhD Field Day. Oh, and by the way, I realize it's a hot time of year, but on Thursday, they're talking a high of 86, maybe 88, and that's way late in the afternoon, like 4 or 5 o'clock. Well, we start at 7 a.m., so we go from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., and all morning, it's supposed to just be in the 70s, so it's going to be beautiful. They're talking 10 to 15 mile-an-hour winds. We'll have a little bit of breeze. So the day looks fantastic, and we'd love to see you there. Just go to agphd.com for more details. Yeah, and you can find the details there. You can pre-register, and we had a number of folks who have sent in messages. Oh, man, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it. I might decide last minute. You can just show up. You don't have to pre-register in order to come. We're expecting there's going to be plenty of people at show up so don't don't worry about that that oh no i can't come now because i didn't register no you can still come we'd love to see you there all right let's get to the ag phd mailbag it's the mailbag all right brian get a question from dan up in michigan who says i've got corn that's silking and i didn't get all the nitrogen i intended to put on i know others have had the same similar story i want to add a mix of 30 gallons of 28 percent three gallons of sulfur and three gallons of potassium thiosulfate if i do this over the top uh, i know i'll have problems but if my drops can reach down just below the ear leaf do you think I should be worried about burn? Would I be burning the silks if I if I touch those? Should I just reduce my rate? Should I go for it? What do you think I should do? Well, first of all, to put that much fertilizer on this late in the season, I don't know that it's going to pay. I, I would leave some strips, and you'll find out if it pays. I don't think it will. Uh, I yes, I would cut the rate back some. That's my first statement. My second, but that's totally up to you. I, I mean, you got to make your own decision. If you think that's what it calls for, then you know by all means do it. But at least leave some untreated, and at least do a little bit. You know, some strips with a lower rate. In terms of hitting the lower part of the plant with all this fertilizer, yeah, I don't like that at all. So I would either, if it was me on my farm, I would 
inject it into the soil or I would drop it onto the ground. So if you have no other way to do this, then at least drag hoses. You can set up uh, set up drag hoses for very little money. We've got that type of setup. We also have Y drops and other similar setups we get. And we have coulters. We have a whole bunch of different ways to go in part because we like doing research and seeing what works. But I would dribble it on the ground if it was me. Um, or why drop it or something like that. And then you got to get rain soon after. Now, he didn't say if that was irrigated, but hopefully it's irrigated. If it is irrigated, by the way, then I'm always suggesting to guys, literally every time the pivot runs across or however you're irrigating, you put on a, a low dose of fertilizer. That's a more efficient way to deliver your fertility. But assuming this is dry land, you're just going to have to pray for rain. But yeah, I, honestly, I think it's too late. All right, thanks for the question. Get this one in from Shane, who said, Plan on coming to your Ag PhD field day. I see that David Hewlett will be speaking in the morning and also in the afternoon. Just wondering, is it the same session or should I try to make it to both? Nothing that any high-yield farmer does for a session seems like is ever the same session, in part because there are going to be different questions that come up. So, yeah, I don't know if it's exactly the same topic, uh, the other thing is a lot of these high yield growers are going to be around during the day. So if it was me, I would go to one of his sessions, probably pick the morning and then go to some other sessions in the afternoon. But then anywhere during that time, just see if you can go visit with David or be in uh, where, where he's at for a booth or whatever. Just listen to him talk to other farmers. So if you're really interested in hearing from just one speaker in particular, a lot of our speakers are repeating things. Uh, but I can't tell you for sure that David's talk is going to be exactly the same. I doubt it'll be exactly the same. It'll probably be at least somewhat similar in his three different speaking sessions. They're all half an hour long, by the way. Thanks for the question, Shane. Got this one from Gail. It says, my husband was listening to one of your old programs and heard you talk about a product that you sprayed onto corn to make it grow taller. We're raising corn silage. Just wondering sure. what the name of the product was and also what timing during the year do you try and target? Yeah, so I assume the product name we mentioned was Rise Up Smart Grass, but the active and what we're talking about here is gibberellic acid. Plants naturally produce that, and the more gibberellic acid there is, the longer the stem, basically. So more elongation typically means more tonnage for silage and for grass, like out in pastures, for example. So where we see the big gain is when it's cool. So like for pastures, that'd be early in the spring, late in the fall. For silage, you have one shot, you've got in the spring. And the reason why when it's cool, it, this works so well is because gibberellic acid is naturally produced in the plant at high levels when the conditions are warm. When weather conditions are cool, the plant doesn't produce much gibberellic acid. So basically what you're doing is spraying this plant growth hormone out there, tricking the plant into thinking things are good, and you will end up with taller plants and give, and have more tonnage. We've done it many years on our farm. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's a proven deal and it costs very little. You're talking five bucks an acre maybe. So absolutely something worth trying. Test it out side by side. After you do that, I'm going to assume after this, you probably run gibberellic acid on everything in the future in the spring. Well, stay tuned. We'll talk a little more about the Ag PhD Field Day right after this. Do you need to replant soybeans due to cold temperatures, heavy rains, or another weather event? Weeds don't seem to care, and you have limited options for last-minute weed control. This is when you turn to Spitfire herbicide from New Farm. Unlike other Phenoxy herbicides, Spitfire can be applied up to seven days before planting. 
fields treated with the dual active power of Spitfire will benefit from weed control that will ease planting and help your beans establish a good stand. Spitfire from New Farm, here to help. Please join us for the Ag PhD Field Day coming up Thursday, July 29th on our farm near Baltic, South Dakota. I'm Darren Hefty. The Ag PhD Field Day is the largest farm field day in America, and we have a lot planned again this year. We host the event just one day each year as a way to say thank you for listening to Ag PhD Radio and watching Ag PhD TV. We have free admission, free parking, and free food and drinks throughout the day. We've got yield champs from across the country speaking about raising higher yields and increasing profits. We also have speakers on drainage law, estate planning, changes in farm tax laws, grain marketing, and the H-2A program. Plus, we'll show you some of the dozens of research plots we're working on. Rob Sharkey will be there to do a live Shark Farmer radio show, and we'll have equipment both on display and running out in the field from Case IH, John Deere, Agco, and more. Don't miss the free Ag PhD Field Day, Thursday, July 29th. Go to agphd.com to learn more and register. Revitech fungicide from BASF has been specifically developed for the selective soybean grower who doesn't compromise. If you think good is good enough, if you're okay with just achieving rather than overachieving, if average is your goal, this is not the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide, brand new chemistry, three no excuse modes of action, zero modes of compromise. Sounds like the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide from BASF, that's smart. Always read and follow label directions. Ag PhD Field Day Week. We are so excited about that. Thanks for listening to Ag PhD Radio today. We're broadcasting from the Morton studio, and we're talking about what you're going to see at the field day, doing a little field day preview show. And I know we've been doing the field day for about 20 years, and somebody who's been to pretty much every field day is Brad Powell. He works with Bear and has worked with us for a long, long time. Brad, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well, Darren. Thank you. All right, so you know, there's always so much to see at Field Day, and I think it's what's interesting. You've had guests uh, in your area from literally all over the world. I know you had a couple of the fantastic wheat and barley growers, the world record holders from Australia, there a couple years back, and I just have to imagine you got a lot to see, a lot to talk about, and a diverse crowd coming through. Yeah, I think we've got some exciting things to talk about. We're we're really excited just for the opportunity to uh, get in front of customers again this this season. So that that's certainly an exciting opportunity we didn't have last year. And so we've got uh, some products, you know, c- some new things that we're going to talk about with DeKalb and some of the new DeKalb hybrids and especially the new SmartStax Pro rootworm technology that's coming into the market in 2022. Um, we've got of course, Asgrow and the ExtendFlex soybeans. Uh, we, we launched some ExtendFlex this year, but we're looking for a much more robust launch of that uh, technology in 2022 as well. And then as you go down the line, um, we're going to be talking about on the crop protection side, we're really using this opportunity to launch the new Roundup PowerMax 3, which is a more concentrated uh, version of Roundup for the, for the Midwest market that will be new to the market this coming year. And we launched Delaro Complete this year, Delaro Complete Fungicide, which is our 
three modes of action, fungicide introduction into the market for corn and soy. So looking forward to visiting with some growers that maybe had a chance to try some of that or this year or that are interested in learning more about it for, for the upcoming season in 2022. No, you're exactly right here, last, Brad. We got, got yeah. two years of releases. So you, you're just naming off a whole bunch yeah. of products that either came out last yeah. year or this yeah. year. And for many growers, it might be their first right. time to see them. Yeah, exactly. And and one of the other things that we're going to try to talk about with growers, and hopefully uh, we get some questions about it, was our new uh, Bayer Plus grower program that we originally launched at the 2019 field days here with uh, with Hefty Seed Company. So um, looking forward to having some discussions with growers about that and how the program's been working for them, and then talk to them about the opportunity to get a free Climate Field View subscription just simply by being enrolled in, in the Bayer Plus program. So lots of, uh, lots of things to talk about and excited for the opportunity, again, to be with customers this coming season. I think one of the fun things, too, is you bring such a crew with you, Brad, that it doesn't matter how many people we send your way. It seems like you've got enough experts there to handle them. Yeah, we've got a, you know, a good rep- cross-representation of both our our seed team on the DeKalb Asgrove side, as well as our uh, our crop protection team, and then we've got some of our uh, our tech development group that will be here as well on both the seed and the, the crop protection side. So we we hope that we can answer any questions that that come at us for uh, you know during the day, and and uh, really look forward to finding out what growers want to talk about and what they're thinking about the 2021 crop and and uh, how things are going in their area. Absolutely. Yeah, we're talking with Brad Powell here with Bear. Brad, thank you so much. Really appreciate all the support over the years and uh, look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Absolutely. Thank you. Another person who's been to uh, the Ag PhD field day before, Nick Flights with Pentair Hypro. Nick, how you doing? I'm doing doing great. Looking forward to uh, being out there in, in Baltic here in a couple of days. You know, one of the things that, that we talk about a lot is some of the new technologies that are happening when it comes to spray tips and equipment. And uh, I know you've really helped us out on our own farm, just getting our, our uh, tender truck set up so we can be a little bit faster and more efficient there. But now you got the new... Uh, ULD Max nozzles, and it's just there's just constant improvement here to help the farmer. Yeah, yeah, there is. And so, you know, the, the ULD Max nozzle isn't brand new per se uh, for us, but uh, it is relatively new to the market. And, um, you know, it's a technology and nozzle that is compatible with both PWM and conventional sprayers. Um, so for, for anyone out there doing broadcast spraying, it will work on your sprayer. It is more focused on the, the drift reduction side of things. So for dicamba uh, 2,4-D applications, uh, it's going to have a very good fit for that market with a strong Cutting out there, Nick, just a second. We got a connection issue here, and I'll I'll just talk about that for just a second because this is something that we've gotten to try out too. When we look at doing dicamba applications, uh, 2,4-D applications in the Enlist system and and other uses as well of 2,4-D, when you've got 
something that can help control the drift even more than what we've had for technology in the past. You're looking at 95%, up to 95% drift reduction with these ultra-low drift max nozzles. Uh, that That's pretty exciting. And one of the cool things is you get to see these things in action at the field day site when you, you see on a spray table, hey, let's look at the different nozzles and actually compare. Because, Nick, we're going to have you know, a, a ton of folks there that are looking for improvements. How, how has that changed versus just your regular ULD nozzles? Because those will work great too. Yeah, so the, the new you know, ULD Max has a, a stronger focus on drift control. So if you're applying products that, that tend to drift or you're, you're in a region, you know, some areas that were more prone to having higher winds or, or folks that live closer to developing areas, where, where the city's kind of uh, encroaching out uh, where you're farming, you might want to have a, a little bit more, you know, focus on drift control and be a little more conscious of, um, you know, some of those issues that can arise. If you got more eyes on you or you got to be a little bit more cautious with the products you're applying. And the, the Ultra Low Drift Max has kind of a focus on that and providing a higher level of drift control versus many of the other nozzle technologies um, that are out there. You know, when you get into the mid part of the summer, there's generally no shortage in humidity across much of the upper Midwest. But early in the season this year, we were really short. It was really dry air. And I know there were a lot of growers having issues with getting different herbicides and fungicides to work. And some of it came down to just getting droplets that actually made it to the leaf and delivered the product and didn't just go up in the air. And that's why we're always so interested listening to, to Nick and his team talk about the different technologies that we've got because oftentimes it's not the product that's the problem it's just getting it delivered and, and using the right tools to make that happen yeah that's a really good point about mid-season spring it's been a hot year in a lot of places uh lack of moisture in a lot of areas and that puts uh, a lot of evaporative pressure on spray droplets uh, particularly the finer droplets that we're applying the, the medium-sized droplets and smaller and Frankly, when it's hot and dry, a lot of those droplets never make it into the crop canopy, onto the weeds we're spraying, or, or into the crop, and uh, they just end up evaporating into the air. And so you, you lose out on coverage um, you know, for, for some of these applications. And that's one thing you know, we're going to be talking about over um, you know, at our tent and our displays is how we can kind of get around some of those issues with fungicide applications and later season herbicide applications, things we can do with nozzles, droplet size, to help prevent some of those evaporative losses and make sure we're getting the best coverage we can. There's oftentimes uh, questions about spray tank clean-out and spray boom clean-out. Uh, the folks at Pentair are experts in that. So that'll be definitely a place you want to stop if you're at the Ag PhD field day. Nick, thank you so much. Really appreciate having you on and looking forward to seeing you later this week. Yes, sir. We'll see you out there in a couple of days. Talking about the Ag PhD field day, again, if you're thinking about coming, it's not too late. It's coming up on Thursday, July 29th. We would love to have you there. We start bright and early at 7 in the morning. We go until 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You can find a list of everything that we're doing at the Ag PhD website, agphd.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
no matter what time of the year it is on your farm. With a Bayer Plus Rewards program, earning and redeeming rewards are always in season. Because when you buy two or more eligible seed or crop protection products throughout the year, you earn $3 per acre in cashback rewards. Cash you can redeem and reinvest in your farm later in the season. That's Bayer Plus Rewards. And that's how we're helping make every part of your season, well, rewarding. Visit MyBayerPlus.com to learn more. See program terms and conditions for full details. When it comes to crop disease, the longer you wait, the more damage you do. Stop the clock on crop disease with DuPont Approach Prima Fungicide from Corteva AgriScience. Approach Prima Fungicide quickly surrounds the surface of the plant for rapid absorption, then moves throughout the plant, providing full protection of each leaf and stem, even those that have yet to emerge. Uptake occurs on day one for healthier corn, soybean, or wheat crop that can deliver higher yield potential and increased revenue per acre. For more information, visit approachprima.corteva.us or your local crop protection retailer. Always read and follow label directions. Please join us for the Ag PhD Field Day coming up Thursday, July 29th on our farm near Baltic, South Dakota. I'm Darren Hefty. The Ag PhD Field Day is the largest farm field day in America, and we have a lot planned again this year. We host the event just one day each year as a way to say thank you for listening to Ag PhD Radio and watching Ag PhD TV. We have free admission, free parking, and free food and drinks throughout the day. We've got yield champs from across the country speaking about raising higher yields and increasing profits. We also have speakers on drainage law, estate planning, changes in farm tax laws, grain marketing, and the H-2A program. Plus, we'll show you some of the dozens of research plots we're working on. Rob Sharkey will be there to do a live Shark Farmer radio show, and we'll have equipment both on display and running out in the field from Case IH, John Deere, Agco, and more. Don't miss the free Ag PhD Field Day, Thursday, July 29th. Go to agphd.com to learn more and register. Maintaining your crops is as important now as it's ever been. Howler, a revolutionary fungicide from AgBiome, can help. It provides long-lasting protection from a broad spectrum of foliar and soil diseases that affect crops. Howler is OMRI listed, has multiple modes of action, and has minimal pre-harvest and re-entry intervals. It's flexible, easy to use, and is available right now. Visit agbiome.com forward slash Howler to learn more. Give your corn a strong defense against stress throughout the season with MycoApply Indoprime SC. MycoApply Indoprime SC uses four specially selected species of mycorrhizal fungi to protect your crop against stress. That means more access to water and key micronutrients while building a healthy soil structure for stronger crops for years to come. Stronger corn starts beneath the surface. Learn more about MycoApply Indoprime SC at IndoprimeCorn.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Welcome back. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio. Thanks for joining us today, and hopefully you can join us in person at the Ag PhD Field Day coming up on Thursday, July 29th. That's just a couple days from now. We've got a lot to show you there, and we're featuring some of the things that you'll get to see at the Field Day on our show today. We are so happy to have Brian Robertson with us right now with Estes Performance Concaves because this is another product that we have seen a difference with on our farm, and, and we're really happy to show it to you as well. Brian, thanks for joining us. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Okay, so just when we get comfortable with a product that you've got, now you come up with a new and updated and better version. Uh, can you talk a little about what we're going to see at the Ag PhD Field Day? 
Yeah, so uh, this year we're releasing the XPR2 Plus system. Um, as you know, that we released the uh, original XPR system in 2018, and the original goals with that was to make sure that we could thresh all crops uh, well, and you know, from hard wheat to high moisture corn, and make sure the grain quality was there. And then uh, with this system, we found and kind of honed in on making the grain quality even better um, through testing. And then with the plus system, um, uh, we found uh, how to get a little more capacity out of the machine, actually a lot more capacity of the machine. So we're really excited about uh, launching them at the field day. Yeah, this has been a fun product, and it's something that I know a lot of times people are like, wait, what? You're changing that out? You just bought a brand-new combine? Maybe so, but when, like you said, we've got improved grain quality when we're coming through and more capacity, it just makes a lot of sense. When you run the return on investment for farmers, it, I can't imagine it takes very many bushels or acres to pay for the system. Yeah, especially now with commodity prices the way they are. Uh, when you talk about uh, stopping rotor loss out the back of the machine and not putting it on the ground, that pays for it. But something that was kind of unexpected um, that we didn't see is a lot of seed producers. Um, I just got a uh, message from a guy today that grows barley for Coors Light, and uh, he bought the system for more capacity in corn. And... Um, Cores won't even buy the barley from them if it's skinned or, or they, they dock it bad. And uh, he's running two machines beside each other, and uh, he had 0.5% damage with our system and 2% with OEM, which is 400% more. Wow. So that's another part of ROI that goes straight, you know. Uh, straight to their pocket. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. And I know for a lot of farmers, they may not have even considered up, upgrading their concave system, but it's something that we get a lot of attention with every year at the Ag PhD Field Day. I know last year we actually got to do some combining, and oh my, or two years ago I should say, and oh my goodness, there was a difference in quality. It was so visible just in the in the sample of grain that ran through the machine that that farmers were getting your number and finding out, well, where can I get these things? So, uh, Brian, really looking forward to seeing you at the Field Day. Thank you so much for your support over the years, and and look forward to uh, seeing the seeing you later this week yeah absolutely i appreciate it thank you so much you know, Brian, there are a lot of different things that, that farmers get to see at the field day, but we get so many questions about uh, just things that we're doing that we're talking about on, on – uh TV and that they're seeing on our show as well. I know a lot of the equipment things that farmers see us running on our farm, they're always interested. Hey, do you have that equipment here? Yeah, this is actually on our farm. So you will see uh, a lot of our equipment yeah, and, right here. And like at the field day, we've got an enormous field demo area. It's massive. And so we are going to be running a lot of different brands of equipment out in the field. And then you, you'll even have the opportunity to maybe ride and drive uh, or at least see what some of these different tillage tools, planters, uh, sprayers, everything, what they can actually do out in the field. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Speaking of equipment, we've got Bill Webb around with us right now with Case IH. Bill, thanks for joining us. Oh, let me try that one more time. Bill, are you there? Yep, sorry. 
Yeah, it helps if I know where the mute button is. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Oh, it, don't worry about it. I, I have to use that mute button on Brian all the time, and sometimes he doesn't <laughs> figure it out for a little while that it's on. So <laughs> it, it can be a really good thing sometimes. And, you know, one other thing that's good about the Ag PhD Field Day, I love watching uh, that brand-new red equipment heading down the road and getting set up. you got some exciting things going on in your area of the Ag PhD Field Day. Uh, what, are, what should growers be looking forward to seeing there from Case IH? Uh, we'll have our staff there to answer any questions on, you know, the product that we've got sitting on the ground. Uh, we'll have uh, both obviously, obviously tractors and, and many of the other tillage equipment and things of that nature will be on display here tomorrow, well, two days from now. I'll actually be there myself personally uh, for the event to look forward to it. This will be my my first time coming to your guys' event, and I'm very excited in order to see all the festivities. Yeah, you know, the, the equipment is one thing. The technology behind that equipment is another thing that's just amazing. And the the improvements that have been made just over the last couple of years, too, and new product launches that you've had. I know we're getting a lot of questions from growers. Man, will this equipment be there? Will they be talking about AFS Soil Command? Will they talk about some of the other things that are coming from Case IH? So uh, how about that, Bill? Is, is all the new technology going to be there? Yes, it will be. So the Soil Command will be there. Uh, obviously, our new AFS Connect tractors uh, with the new displays, the Pro 1200s, the new Vision Pro operating system will all be there. Our new AFS Connect uh, farm site uh, will be fully available for us to demonstrate, uh, you know, some of the tracking and things of that nature as far as your data is concerned. I think that's probably the biggest discussion that everybody has these days is, is taking the data, utilizing the data that we've tracked for years and years and years and, and, and making some some adjustments and making money off of them. And I know that uh, that you guys do that quite often uh, as far as your operations and our leaders within the industry as to how you adjust in, in the information in your tests and your trials and things of that nature. So, yes, we will have experts there in order to be able to discuss how to do, uh, how to manage your data, how to manage the technology that's in these vehicles and get the most out of everything. You know, you're, you're absolutely right. This data management and turning the, the data into decision-making power for your farm is really important. One of the things that, that growers have been noticing this year on a kind of a dry year in a lot of areas, to, to put it lightly, is the difference that certain tillage tools have made. And I know high-speed disks have been really popular. Yours is a little different, and growers have been really happy with what they've seen. What, what makes that uh, speed tiller high-speed disk different? We were probably, well, not probably, we were one of the the last uh, entrants when it comes into the high-speed disc business. Um, and there's a reason for that. Everything, that. everything that we do with our tillage equipment is based on agronomic advantages. Uh, that tillage piece is designed in order to set up the proper soil profile. It comes all the way back from, you know, when we per- purchased DMI, many, many years ago and the philosophy of soil science and everything else. So this high-speed disc that, uh, that we have is, is heavily was researched as far as its agronomic advantages and how that it, you know, it sizes the crop, mixes it together and builds that soil profile and also keeps a level seedbed profile underneath so that you don't have a washboard effect and things of that nature. So that when you come in and, and put your crop in, you're putting it to the proper depth, and then you can get that early emergence 
and consistent crop growth across the entire field. Yeah, that's been what I've noticed too, Bill. And we've got a chance to run that machine on our farm, and we noticed how level that was underneath. We didn't have all the ridges, and it sure showed with much more even emergence with our crop. Well, the cool thing about this with the, at the field day is you get the chance in a ride-and-drive area to work right with these experts from Case IH and others to, to run some equipment or see it run in the field. So it doesn't just talk, Bill. We get to actually see it out there, and I know that growers are really going to love it. We've, we're talking with Bill Weber here with Case IH. Bill, really excited to see you here in a couple of days. Uh, thanks for being on today. Absolutely. Much enjoy it, and I look forward to seeing you guys on Thursday. Uh, we're going to have fun at the Ag PhD Field Day. I hope everyone listening today is able to join us. So if you're thinking about joining us, you can find all the details at agphd.com. We're going to continue on with our Field Day preview here in just a minute. We've got a few more folks who are going to be at the Field Day with some exciting new things for you to see as well. Stay tuned. In an uncertain market, you need to maximize the quality and profitability of your stored grains by controlling profit-robbing insects. A tank mix of Daikon IGR and Sentinel EC insecticide, or Daikon IGR Plus, offers the long-term control of an insect growth regulator and the knockdown power of a broad-spectrum insecticide. Keep your grain clean with grain protectants from Central Life Sciences. To learn more, contact your local dealer or visit bugfreegrains.com. Give your corn a strong defense against stress throughout the season with MycoApply Indoprime SC. MycoApply Indoprime SC uses four specially selected species of mycorrhizal fungi to protect your crop against stress. That means more access to water and key micronutrients while building a healthy soil structure for stronger crops for years to come. Stronger corn starts beneath the surface. Learn more about MycoApply Indoprime SC at IndoprimeCorn.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Morton Buildings knows that great buildings need great people, and we want you to be the newest member of our team. Morton is expanding its construction crew, and we're seeking new and experienced candidates to fill our crew member positions. Morton provides great pay and training, so be a part of the next generation to build Morton. Don't let the opportunity to join the best construction crew in the business pass you by. Learn more on our careers page at mortonbuildings.com. Please join us for the Ag PhD Field Day coming up Thursday, July 29th on our farm near Baltic, South Dakota. I'm Darren Hefty. The Ag PhD Field Day is the largest farm field day in America, and we have a lot planned again this year. We host the event just one day each year as a way to say thank you for listening to Ag PhD Radio and watching Ag PhD TV. We have free admission, free parking, and free food and drinks throughout the day. We've got yield champs from across the country speaking about raising higher yields and increasing profits. We also have speakers on drainage law, estate planning, changes in farm tax laws, grain marketing, and the H-2A program. Plus, we'll show you some of the dozens of research plots we're working on. Rob Sharkey will be there to do a live Shark Farmer radio show, and we'll have equipment both on display and running out in the field from Case IH, John Deere, Agco, and more. Don't miss the free Ag PhD Field Day, Thursday, July 29th. Go to agphd.com to learn more and register. Boost your productivity and profitability with Soil Warrior from Environmental Tillage Systems. Improve fertilizer efficiency and your yield potential in just one strip-till pass. Now that's ROI. Contact us today at SoilWarrior.com. 
In celebration of the Ag PhD Field Day, Farm Shop MFG is giving 10% off end zone fan controls and grain temp guard products. Sale ends midnight August 4th. To get your discount, visit farmshopmfg.com and use the coupon code AGPHD2021. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio. Thanks for joining us. Giving you a preview to the Ag PhD Field Day, which is on Thursday, July 29th, just a couple days away. But there's so much great stuff to see. Even if you make it to the field day, you may not see everything because there's just so much. Uh, so we're going to have some special guests on today's program. Up next is John Pettigo with Demco. And I love the Ag PhD Field Day week because there's equipment literally driving by our farm all week, getting set up at the Field Day site. And there's quite a bit of Demco equipment heading over there, John. you got a lot of stuff to show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yes, uh, we have a very diverse lineup of equipment uh, at the Hefty Field Day this year. You know, ranging from two new products, unveiling a grain card, as well as a new SideQuest tank. Um, we'll also have some sprayers, um, and then a drop deck trailer, grain trailer, and a side dump. So really covering all our bases. Yeah, the trailers were, were some things that, I, I know we've run a lot of Demco equipment on our farm for many years, but but we haven't run the trailers yet, and, and that was something that, that I was taking a look at already, John, just to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, for farmers who are used to your sprayers and, and grain carts, uh, talk to us about the trailers just a little bit. Is that a big business for you guys? Yeah, you know, it really is. Um, the steel grain trailer is, is built right in Spencer, Iowa, just down the road from our plant in Boyden. Um, comes in a variety of different sizes from some of the shorter single hopper trailers all the way up to 40 foot plus. Um, it's really popular, uh, really strong trailer. We've had good luck with it and it's been around for a num- num- <clears throat> excuse me, a number of years, um, as well as a drop deck, you know, for the farmers in mind that want to haul some hay, um, even to some of the overroad guys, uh, a variety of sizes from 45 foot all the way up to your 53 foot and a variety of options with that. Well, Demco equipment's always been heavy built, and and we just haven't seen issues. So that's certainly something to take a look at. The grain cart that you're launching here is pretty exciting, and one of the things that I've really liked uh, that that Demco has done is just the visibility at nighttime around these grain carts. I know on our farm for harvest. It seems like we're always going in the early morning or late into the evening. That's just such a big deal for safety and ease of use. Yeah, you know, we really try to take away as much hassle-free operation as we can to that. Well, also, you know, these carts are built with the operator in mind. How can we make things safe for them in terms of the reflective decals? coming out with a grain cart that is a little bit narrower for better visibility um, as we're going up and down the roads, trying to trying to keep the operator out of harm. You know, it's, it's kind of like these side quest tanks that you've got as well, just improving the visibility and the sight lines from the tractor. It's a noticeable difference again, and it, it's just those types of things that farmers really appreciate. Yeah, you know, these side quest tanks have been a staple of Demco for over 20 years. Uh, this new tank design now has rounded corners on it, so your sight lines out of the cab are greatly improved, especially out of the back. In the, in the past, sometimes we've heard, um, you know, trying to see that end row unit could be a little bit troublesome. This new tank uh, really alleviates that problem, and we're excited about it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Well, we're talking with John Pettigo here with Demco, and if you say, man, I, I know they've got sprayers, I know they've got grain carts, uh, there's a lot more that Demco brings to the table, and they've got much of that on display at the Ag PhD Field Day, definitely a spot that you want to stop by as you're heading through the Field Day site. John, thank you so much. Really appreciate all the support, really appreciate all the equipment coming out here. I know it's not cheap or easy sometimes to move all that equipment around, but, but having it in place for growers to see is well worth it and we really appreciate that and i appreciate having you on the show today as well thanks guys appreciate you allowing me on and look forward to taking part in the show on thursday yeah, it is going to be a fun event, no doubt about that. And we, we talk about equipment, and, and certainly there's going to be plenty of equipment there to see. Also a lot of things out in the field. We've got Ryan Hunt, who often joins us on the radio show, but uh, wants to talk just a little bit about some of the things we're going to see at the Ag PhD Field Day. Uh, Ryan, got a lot of signs up, a lot of flags up already in the FMC area. You guys are fired up. Yeah, um, you know, Lynn's been doing a good job of work out there. We've got a lot of different things going on out there. Um, quite a bit to look at. You know, we've got all our corn and bean lineups from Zyway with the root pit there in Capture LFR. You know, if you're coming by, want to see some root corn roots and how things are working below ground, we got that. And, you know, we've got the authority products out there. And uh, I think we even got some sugar beets out there to kind of show off if you if you're not familiar with them and want to see a little different crop, we've got that there too. Absolutely. You get sugar beets. You get some sunflowers there as well. I know this is one of the things that we talk to a lot of folks from around the country that are coming from a, a distance and they say, oh, I bet you guys are all corn and soybeans there. Oh, no, not at the Ag PhD field, they say. We've got a lot of different crops. And when you think about things like sunflowers and sugar beets, there's a lot that can be done to improve those crops. And, and sometimes it's products that you're familiar with. Sometimes it's new things as well. I, I know the, uh, the Spartan lineup absolutely gets used in a lot of these crops. Yeah. You know, for sunflowers, that's really uh, a staple. Um, you know, I'd say probably 80, 90% of the acres out there is for that pre-emergence weed control. Um, you know, and then there's always insecticides and whatnot, and even some fungicides going on there. And, you know, when we get into the sugar beets, we've got like our Lucento fungicide that I'm sure the corn and bean growers have heard of. But, you know, that plays a big role when we go up north here in the Red River Valley on the Stercosporus sprays, too. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. And and you look at, at so many things like the FMC Freedom Pass. I know there have been a lot of questions that growers have had. It's been such an easy system to use. And now you look at all the different products, your, your fungicide line, the new Zyway that came out. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot of technology to talk about. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we'll even probably have a little equipment there. Um, we've got the the Thrive 3D foam application systems now too that you know you guys have on your planter there. Um, we'll have a little demo unit of that if anyone's interested, kind of showing how we can put put these insecticides and fungicides in furrow in a little foam band versus having to go with the fertilizer sometimes if you're not set up for that in-furrow fertilizer application. It's been nice, you know, and it's one of those things that people see on Ag PhD TV and they say, wait a second, what, what are you doing there on your planter? What's going on? We don't have to fill that thing very often, Ryan. It's just awesome. It really has saved us a lot of time. Yeah, it's, you know, it's set up. You can pretty well go for a whole day with it without having to refill, um, you know, so it's, you know, you see that benefit doesn't take a lot of water fill it up, hook up the chemical kegs, and you're pretty well set to go for the day with that, getting your insecticide or infertile fungicide with it. 
Well, we just appreciate all the stuff that FMC does in the market. And there, there's certainly a lot of products to talk through, a lot of agronomic issues. And when we're getting together with the field day in the middle of the growing season, everything's fresh on, on your mind about, oh, okay, hey, this worked. Here's something I could do a little better on my farm. And to have experts like the folks at FMC to answer some of those questions is really good too. Ryan, thank you so much. Really appreciate all the support. Thanks for joining us today as well. Yep, thanks for having us. Brian, we do get a lot of questions that come in, uh, and one of them that came in from Matt, he said, I wonder if you guys are going to be talking about glyphosate and the chelation of metals like copper and manganese uh, and, and other issues. Do you see that being a big issue in crop production? I think we just answered his question like two or three days well, ago. Well, we had another one that was very similar okay. to this. Well, anyway, um, yeah, in terms of it chelating things, no, that's, uh, that's complete nonsense. So we've tried 100 times rate of Roundup two years in a row on the same ground just to see what would happen. Soil tested, tissue tested, no difference in the micronutrient levels either in the soil or in the plant or in availability. So, nope, that's all nonsense. All right. We also get questions about uh, soil fertility, and this one comes in from Brylan who says, hey, we're going to raise alfalfa. We're down in Oklahoma. We're going to be seeding it coming up later in August, and we're looking at your Ag PhD fertilizer removal app. I'm just wondering about the total removal in pounds. Is that per acre or yep. is that... Okay, per acre. he said we've got about 442 acres that we're going to be putting in, and so just looking at all the numbers that I put out there, it ends up being quite a bit for alfalfa. Exactly, it does. Uh, if you get a chance, could you talk more about your alfalfa fertility program? What you like to do first year versus in crop? Well, you're not going to like what I'm going to tell you probably because it's a lot of money. So I would just say this: when you have heavy soil, which I don't know if he does, but for people who have heavy soil and they're going to have a three or four year crop, we suggest putting out a lot of P and K and zinc and copper, the things that don't move in soil. So in other words, your top dressing doesn't do you much good because they don't go down into the ground well. Put as much of those as you can out early and get them down in the ground. We'll get to more of your questions right after this. Weed control without the BS. That's more time to apply without wasting time. That's flexible tank mixing that doesn't bend the truth. That's near zero volatility with unmovable principles. With the Enlist weed control system, there is no sacrificing. Get better weed control with no ifs, ands, or buts at Enlist.com. Enlist.com. If you've ever wondered how the Farmall got its name, here's an abbreviated list of the jobs the Case IH Farmall can do. Baling, cutting hay, feeding, hauling, loading, pulling, raking, cleaning barn, mixing feed, fertilizing, mowing, chopping, seeding, clearing, irrigating, furrowing, cultivating, hitching, digging, emergency tow, harrowing, hoisting, leading parades, excavating, grading. <sighs> Let's make it simple. This tractor does it all. So no matter what you're doing, can do comes in red. Farmall. Learn more at caseih.com farmall. AgroLiquid is precision crop nutrition. That means being committed to product performance, to research and field testing, and to superior agronomics. Most of all, AgroLiquid is committed to delivering precisely the right nutrition in the right way, including seed-safe planter plus side dress applications and foliar applications with low burn risk. AgroLiquid. Apply less. Expect more. Find a retailer at agroliquid.com. 
please join us for the Ag PhD Field Day coming up Thursday, July 29th on our farm near Baltic, South Dakota. I'm Darren Hefty. The Ag PhD Field Day is the largest farm field day in America, and we have a lot planned again this year. We host the event just one day each year as a way to say thank you for listening to Ag PhD Radio and watching Ag PhD TV. We have free admission, free parking, and free food and drinks throughout the day. We've got yield champs from across the country speaking about raising higher yields and increasing profits. We also have speakers on drainage law, estate planning, changes in farm tax laws, grain marketing, and the H-2A program. Plus, we'll show you some of the dozens of research plots we're working on. Rob Sharkey will be there to do a live Shark Farmer radio show, and we'll have equipment both on display and running out in the field from Case IH, John Deere, Agco, and more. Don't miss the free Ag PhD Field Day, Thursday, July 29th. Go to agphd.com to learn more and register. Help keep the toughest, most resistant diseases out of your fields with Lucento fungicide from FMC. An exclusive novel premix of two modes of action delivers broad-spectrum control and a long-lasting protective residual. Tackle key diseases in corn, soybeans, wheat, peanuts, and sugar beets. Choose Lucinto fungicide from FMC. Visit your FMC retailer or lucinto.ag.fmc.com to learn more. Always read and follow label directions for use. Welcome back. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio and the Ag PhD Field Day. If you haven't caught on to this yet, it's coming up in just a couple of days here on Thursday, July 29th, right on our farm just north of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You can find the directions to get here and all the details at agphd.com. And one thing that you are going to really enjoy seeing is that we've got more equipment out here than we've ever had before, including John Deere. We've got Nate Jansen with John Deere right now to talk about some of the things they might want to see in their area, the Ag PhD Field Day. How you doing, Nate? Oh, pretty good. How about you guys? Well, we're doing well, and it's been really fun watching all this equipment roll in, and I'm excited to see it actually running out in the field, too. You bet. Uh, yeah, with all the changes the past year, it's great to get uh, back in the field and, and get customers and and everybody that's interested in the industry back around. It's, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to Thursday. Well, you know, you think about this. We've had two years of new launches and improvements in equipment and technology, and now we get to see all this taking place. And, of course, John Deere is always growing, and and, there have been a lot of changes there and new things that are exciting. What are some of the things that, that you think growers will be most excited to see at the field day? You bet. Yeah, we've got a, a whole lineup of, uh, like you mentioned, uh, some of the new stuff that's come out uh, well, well, really recently and, and also in the past uh, year and a half or so. Uh, one of the main ones where we've been kind of talking up a lot, uh, we've got a model year 22 Hagi STS-16 coming, and uh, they've added Exactapply, the pulsing nozzle control, and product recirculation, and, and a whole new cab on that system, and really excited about what that can do, both of us demos we've already done and, and customers that have been in the cab of that so far have been really, really impressed about uh, kind of what that machine can do. Uh, and along with that lines, uh, uh, we've kind of got a, a machine for every season, so to speak, but uh, we'll have a, an 8RX that's got a 1,000 gallons of carrying capacity for liquid fertilizer on it there. And 
uh, the new Exxon Combine as well. So uh, really a wide range of, of things that have been released and, and things that can bring a lot more efficiency to really anybody's operation. Yeah, we get a lot of emails and calls from folks who are coming to the field. They ask you, will this be there? Will this be there? And one of the <laughs> ones who've got a lot of questions out has been that X9 Combine. Talk about that just a little bit. Why, why are people so excited about that, Nate? Yeah, you bet. Uh, well, uh, on the John Deere side of things, it's uh, the biggest combine John Deere's ever attempted to make. And uh, there, there's a lot of different technology involved there. So they, they went to a dual rotor system. Um, and they also stretch the rotors out, so so they've really added a ton of threshing capacity. So a lot of our uh, previous machines are smaller machines, depending on the, of course, the yield that you get into in the different crops. Uh, we tend to be, you know, limited by what we can clean. And they kind of made the opposite true in this machine that they've got a ton of of threshing and a ton of cleaning capacity, and uh, really it's limited by what your crop is yielding and uh, how fast you want to go and how how your infrastructure at home is. So. A uh, lot of stuff there, and there's also integrated technology from, from Beer's Interactive Combine Advisor, so making adjustments on the fly automatically and, and showing the operator really what's happening kind of under the hood, so to speak. You know, the, making the adjustments along the way is so important. You can have a great piece of equipment, but if if you're having trouble running the technology or you're just not making those adjustments as you go here we go we have this year that we went from a couple of wet years to all of a sudden now we're in dry weather in our region and on our farm uh it's a lot different running equipment things are set quite a bit different than they were a couple of years ago that they are and, and think about the variability we're going to see and we've been seeing across crops so far i mean it's it's going to be really really important to uh, get out check what you're doing and and it's part of what I like about some of the technology John Deere's brought to the market there is having the ability to keep the combine running. Someone can check behind the machine and then send settings adjustments to the cab, and the operator then can take and accept them or decline them or adjust from there and, and really be able to see what's going on, not just in the cab and you know, the clean grain elevator, but what's hitting the ground and kind of get the whole picture of, of everything that's happening. Yeah, this is really exciting, just seeing what farmers are going to have to work with going forward. It's it's way different than when I was growing up. I know that, Nate. So uh, <laughs> lots of stuff to see. Really excited to have a lot of experts here, too, with John Deere to answer questions and talk about well, what you can do to improve things on your farm. Nate, thank you so much. Really appreciate all the support this year and look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Sounds great. We'll see you later this week. One of the questions that just came in was from Jody asking for a map of the Ag PhD field day. So first of all, in terms of where we're located, let's start with that. We are just north of Sioux Falls, about nine miles, and you can go to agphd.com to get our address, but uh, it's right near Baltic, South Dakota. We're out in the country. It's right on our farm. Uh, so it is very close to Interstate 29 and Interstate 90, and, and like I say, very close to Sioux Falls. In terms of a map of the field day site, I, I've been talking about today, we are on 100 acres, but we have a lot of things condensed. So we've got a big field demo area and a big parking area that's out of that 100 acres. So we're really on probably 15 acres of ground. I don't know, maybe it's 20, something like that. But anyway, we have a map. When you arrive, everybody will receive a map of uh, the field day site as well as an agenda and a little note from Darren and me as well. But uh, we got a lot of things going on. We do start at 7 a.m. for the Ag PhD field day. And that's Thursday, July 29th. 
Always the last Thursday in July. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Brian. You might not sleep between now and then. Uh, Brian's pretty excited about the field day. I, I I was out there early this morning, and Brian is already out there. He's already out the field day. He's he's running through every area. I think Brian was in every speaking tent that we've got, well, just making sure the the experience is going to be great for I, everyone that comes. I like to button up the details. You know, I, I mean, that's one of the most important things that we've learned from a lot of really high yield farmers over the years, and our dad was big on that too. It's just attention to the little details. So we don't want stuff just good. We'd like to have it great if we can. So anyway, when you arrive, hopefully you're going to have a fantastic experience. It's a lot of fun. And like like I keep saying, it is a free event that we put on to say thanks to you for listening to Ag PhD Radio and watching us on Ag PhD TV. All right. Uh, I got a question that came in. It's from Jake in Illinois, and he said, I'm in a drier area here. Others around me have caught the rains. I've got some bugs out of my soybeans. I hear you guys talking about spider mites. Don't know that I've seen them before. What should I be looking for in my field? And if I do find spider mites when I'm spraying for insects, how come the insecticides don't work very well on mites? Okay, first of all, spider mites are really, really small. So you're not going to see them with the naked eye, most likely, unless you have amazing vision. So what you're looking for more than anything is kind of like a speckling on the leaves. And then there are a couple different ways you can do this. You can take a microscope out or a little uh, magnifying glass, I should say, and, and, and look on the leaves. You could also take like a white piece of paper and shake the leaves and see stuff dropping on the leaves and then take your little magnifying glass and look. Um, you could also start talking to some other people in your area, like agronomists, and see if anybody else has found some, and that'll probably give you a good idea whether you know it's likely that you have any. Like for us on our farm, we've already sprayed all our beans once back in June, and guess what? Now we're going to have to spray again because spider mites are out there. In terms of why insecticides don't kill them, well, spider mites are not an insect. They're a mite. It's different. And we're lucky that there are a couple of insecticides that also serve as miticides. At least in our region of the country, we don't have resistance to these miticides, but uh, bifenthrin, that'd be like capture brigade. And then there's also chlorpyrifos, that'd be Lorsban. So there are also combination products that may have the active ingredients bifenthrin or chlorpyrifos in them. That's what you could look for. Now, if you are in an area, like let's say you're in Texas, well, usually bifenthrin and chlorpyrifos don't work on spider mites there. There's been enough resistance built up over the years. So then they have to go with a specific miticide beyond chlorpyrifos or bifenthrin. All right. Now I get a fertility question from Bob in Iowa. He said, my my field is showing, my cornfield is showing the lower leaves with yellowing from the outside edge working its way in. I always thought that was just a nitrogen deficiency, but I hear you saying this is potassium. So I went to yep. look back at my soil samples. I have 300 parts per million of K. My agronomist tells me that I'm fine, but when I look at my base saturation test, it says 2%, where you guys are yep. talking about 4 to 8. I have a 22 cation exchange capacity. Do you really think I need to double my parts per million of yep. K in order to avoid this problem? Yep, I do. So the evidence is right there. I mean, your agronomist can say all he wants, or, or she, whatever, but 
The point is, you have a potassium deficiency, you can visually see it. And when you visually see it, you probably have already lost 50 bushels off your yield. So I hate to say it, but we had we used to have the exact same issue. We were under the exact same scenario that you're talking about. We have heavy soil, 2% base saturation K, and we get 300 parts per million. Oh, that's good. No, no, no. It is not good. you got to get your potassium in ratio to other nutrients in the soil. Get that K up to 4%. Your yields will go up. Grain quality will be better. Stock quality will be way better. And it'll pay. Hey, thanks for that question. We really appreciate that. And thanks to you for listening today. Be sure to join us again each weekday for more Ag PhD Radio.